Jesus Christ is the Lamb slain before the foundations of the earth. In this study, God's Redemption Timeline, we discover that eternal God enters time so that He can redeem fallen man. The coming of Jesus Christ was not an emergency plan, but an eternal one. In this study, Evangelist Scott Pauley will encourage us to celebrate God's redemptive work accomplished by the Lord Jesus Christ. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. We're talking about God's redemptive work in our lives, and I just want to make one very simple point today that I trust will cause Jesus to be more precious to you than ever, and your heart to well up with true gratitude to God for the sacrifice that he made, and it is this. Apart from the shed blood of Jesus Christ, we would not be redeemed. We could never be forgiven. We could never have peace with God. This is the means by which we are redeemed. Uh, you remember, all the way back in the Garden of Eden, uh, God shed the blood of an innocent animal to clothe Adam and Eve in their nakedness. You'll remember that initially with Abraham, uh, sacrifice was made when the covenant was established. And then with Israel, uh, blood of the, of the innocent lamb had to be shed and applied to the doorpost for their deliverance. Uh, again, later in their, their history, uh, the Lord, the Redeemer, reveals himself, bring them out of Babylonian captivity, a return to the sacrifices and the offerings to God, the blood sacrifice. Jesus Christ comes. What does he do? He sheds his blood. Friends, this is not on accident. This is on purpose. This is not coincidental. This is providential. The work of redemption is bloody work. And frankly, some people don't want to talk about that. Some people don't want to talk about the bloody part of Christ's sacrifice. Oh, they love to talk about him in Bethlehem and the gentle baby. But they don't want to look at him on the cross. I want you to know he was born to die. He lived to be sacrificed. This is the essence of what it means to be redeemed. Several scriptures today are like pearls on a beautiful strand. They all connect to one another. Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 7. The apostle Paul says, In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Again, to the church at Colossae, Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 and 14, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Maybe the word redemption has not meant much to you. I hope it's starting to. But notice that in both of these texts, in Ephesians 1 and Colossians 1, Paul connects redemption to forgiveness. We all understand the principle of forgiveness. We all need to be forgiven. What a precious thing it is to be forgiven by Almighty God. Well, I want you to know redemption is the basis for our forgiveness. God doesn't look over our sin. God doesn't just turn away from our sin and pass over it. No, there must be redemption for there to be forgiveness. Then again, the writer uh, of the book of Hebrews, we don't know exactly who that was, but listen to Hebrews chapter 9, beginning in verse number 12. The Bible says, Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifieth to the purifying of the flesh, 
How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? And for this cause, he is the mediator of the New Testament, that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the First Testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. You want to know why Jesus came? He came to die. You want to know why Jesus died? He died to redeem us, to make a way so that our sins could be cast into the sea of God's forgetfulness and we could be made right with God. Only Christ could do that, and it could only be done by redemption. I love the fact that here in the book of Hebrews, in Hebrews chapter 9, he references the Old Testament sacrifices. Think of the thousands upon thousands of innocent animals that were sacrificed year after year after year after year, and it had to be done continually. Every one of them was a reminder that they needed redemption, that blood had to be shed. Every one of them was a, a symbol, a picture, a type of the final lamb and sacrifice that was to come. Who is that? That's the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is why he came. He came to be our Redeemer. And then, I think one of the most tender passages of all, found in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse number 18. Peter, one of our Lord's first disciples, said it this way, For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who by him do believe in God, that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory, that your faith and hope might be in God. This is the gospel. Do you hear the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ? And notice there is blood redemption connected to this. Uh, not just any blood. Notice, it's the blood of Christ. Uh, the, the spotless lamb without blemish. That's only Jesus, the sinless son of God. I've always been struck by the fact of Peter's usage of the word precious repeatedly in his writing. Precious, precious, precious faith and precious promises and the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Remember, this is a rough, tough uh, fisherman. This is a man who used to curse and swear, and now he uses a word like precious. I'll tell you, when you get a glimpse of Jesus, uh, when you understand what the blood means, it tenders you, it softens you. Uh, it, it doesn't make you weak. It shows you God's strong salvation. And how did it happen? By the precious blood of Christ. So what do we, what do we know from Scripture about the blood of Christ? Well, let me give you three things. First of all, uh, let's talk about the blood of Christ physically. I want to tell you, that the Lord Jesus didn't just die. He actually, literally, physically shed his blood. On that cross, he had all five types of wounds that medical doctors say the human body can have. Tremendous loss of blood from his brow, from his hands, from his feet, from his side, from his back. Uh, from every part of his body, he is bleeding physically. He is offering his blood for our salvation. You see, for men to be saved, for there to be redemption, blood had to be shed. So we see the blood of Christ physically. Then we understand the blood of Christ spiritually. That blood didn't just go into the ground. It's my conviction that the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ was taken into the Holy of Holies like it would have been in the Old Testament. Where is that? The mercy seat is in heaven. Our Lord Jesus Christ, the final sacrifice for sin, presents his blood there as atonement on the mercy seat. 
in the presence of Almighty God. And when a person comes to simple faith in Jesus Christ, what happens? The blood, not physically, spiritually, the blood of Jesus Christ is put on our heart, is applied to our account. Uh, The water of baptism doesn't wash away your sin. The blood of Jesus washes away your sin. It is just as real as the physical, and more important, this is the spiritual application of the blood of Jesus. But then think of this, not just the blood of Christ physically and spiritually. Think of the blood of Christ eternally. I believe that we shall look at his wounds someday. We'll see his hands and his feet. I believe we shall see the blood of Christ on the mercy seat in heaven someday. Christ is our mercy seat. Uh, The blood has been applied. And Hebrews chapter 9 says that through that blood redemption, uh, through that work, he obtained eternal redemption for us, eternal life. Friend, the effects the thing that the blood of Christ purchased uh, will go on forever. This is the continuing work of redemption in our lives and in this world. I just want to pause today and say, praise God for the blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses us from all sin. Thank you for joining us today, and thank you for investing in the ministry of Enjoying the Journey. This is a listener-supported program. If you feel led to partner with us, please visit enjoyingthejourney.org where you may securely make a one-time investment or set up a recurring gift. However God leads you to partner with us, thank you. And we hope you'll join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.